Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now... He gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you as we broadcast live from the Lakeland University Studios. Leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.ed. You. We're going to hear from Jim Polzine, Wisconsin State Journal. We have him on in the first hour of the big show. If you miss it, we'll play that back for you in about a half hour. I thought it was really, really good. He was out with Gary Leroy and myself. First half hour, we're going to continue to talk about Wisconsin, Michigan. This was something that was brought up on ESPN uh, while we were on the air, and I'm just going to steal it and use it for madness now because AAR got all fired up uh, about this whole thing uh, in a commercial break, and then we never got to it on the big show. So, as we know, this whole thing played out during the handshake line, right? Whole thing plays out during the handshake line. Uh, Guard and Howard get into it. Scrum breaks out. Uh, Howard openly, open hand slaps uh, Krabenhoff, Joe Krabenhoff, the former Badger player, now assistant coach, upside the side of the head. Players are throwing punches at each other between both teams, uh, and it was a melee. Okay, fine. So Dick Vitale uh, of ESPN thinks that this should be just something that's be gone away with. Just enough. Like we've had enough incidents over the last several years of guys, coaches, or players getting into it uh, in the handshake line that maybe we should just get rid of the handshake line and be done with it. Just be done with it. So this is the question. Nice and simple. Should sports get rid of this whole handshake line thing? Basketball? Uh, baseball, the youth levels, they've done it uh, for a number of years. They do it at all levels of basketball. Should they get rid of the handshake line in sports? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. Now, before I let Adam lose his mind on this, I, I want <sighs> to come at this from a parent perspective I guess so you know when you have a kid you're raising that kid you want that kid to you know do as you say 
believe in what you believe is the correct way, the, the principles, right? And I think part of it is to be a good sportsman. So there's comes in all different ways, shapes, and forms. So it could be you got a young kid playing a sport. When other guys do well, uh, they're not running over and slapping five with the other kids that are doing well. Even though that player may not be doing well, sulking, pouting, not, not, not celebrating with anybody else. That, that, that drives me nuts. Can't handle it. Get very mad when I see that type of stuff happening. So that's like one aspect of it. Another aspect of it is being a good sportsman, right? And being graceful in defeat, I guess. Not being a sore loser. Um, not being over the top when you win either. I think that all comes from a part of uh, being a parent, raising your kid of how you want people to act. And I believe the reason why you have a handshake line to begin with is because at some point, I don't know who started this whole thing, to be honest with you, but at some point, they thought it would show good sportsmanship. Be good for the kids watching. Be good for the adults and the players to show good sportsmanship. Win or lose, we can shake hands at the end of the game, say good game, and move on. That's what you're hoping for. That's what you're thinking is going to happen when you do the handshake line. Now, I can say this, that from a, again, parent perspective, because of COVID and everything else, that at least in youth baseball, that whole handshake line thing kind of went away because of the uh, spread of COVID to becoming everybody stands up on the field of the dugout, takes off their hat, tips it to the opponent, they tip back to you, and then you leave. No more handshake line. That was stopped, again, because of COVID. I don't have a problem with that either. I don't have a problem when one team does essentially that in basketball. Waste the other team, hey, good job, see you later, I'm not doing the handshake line, we're out of here. I got no problem with that. Now, what I do have a problem with is, say, if you go back to the bad boy Pistons and the Chicago Bulls and Isaiah Thomas and those clowns are all trying to skate out of the game before the game is over, walking in front of the Bulls bench because they don't want to shake hands with the Bulls or talk to the Bulls after the game. Before the game's even over, they walk past the Bulls bench and exit the court. That's ridiculous and completely uncalled for. Uh, And again, that's poor sportsmanship. And you use that as a teaching example of how you don't want your kids to act. And we're talking about grown adults. Similar to the fact of you use what happened in the Badger Michigan game of this is what you do not do. We do not want to see this and we will not tolerate this one way or the other. And that to me is what should come out of this whole thing. Like getting rid of the handshake line. In Dick Vitale's mind, I'm assuming this lets people cool down. You don't have the tempers necessarily flaring from one side to the other, and you have less chance of there being a ruckus because teams would get done and just go to their locker room. Done. Problem solved. Just get rid of it. I don't know, man. I, I, I just, there's a part of me that doesn't want to get rid of it. There's a part of me that thinks there's, this, there is still something good about this, about shaking hands. Do you want to get rid of the handshake line like Dick Vitale? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250AM-THE-FAN. Mark in Cedarburg, you're first on Sparky's Midday Madness presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. What's up? Hey, I don't think they should get rid of it. That's a great opportunity to learn sportsmanship. We've all lost games 
and it's extremely difficult to get the handshake line and um and in particular with this game michigan had a pretty good idea they were going to lose for a while so i don't know why i don't know why howard would be so heated at the time because of the timeout that he took he was mad that gu- that guard took the timeout then don't get behind by 15 points right <laughs> Right, or yeah. don't press with their walk-ins, walk-ons yeah. in the game. You still got two starters out there doubling the ball. Yeah, I wouldn't have liked the, the timeout, but it is what it is. You, you, you'll, you lost the game, and it sucks, but show, you know, show class. Guard could have let it go, but these guys are all competitive. It boils down to you can't throw a swing at someone either. Right, you know? that also is a, a bad precedent to set, too, Mark. Thanks for the call. That's the other thing, right? So... Okay, so let's say you're Jawan Howard and you're mad about the situation and you're heated. Fine. Dude, you don't got to verbalize it. Just keep it to yourself. Get back in the locker room, shut the door, and go, next time we see these dudes, we're going we're, we're gonna to show them what this is all about. Taking a timeout against us at the end when this game was clearly over, payback's coming next time we see these guys. Not another word to be said about it, but next time, we're getting them. Right? You say that in the locker room to your guys, to your coaching staff. It stays in the locker room. That's it. Next time you see Wisconsin, you got a chance to run it up 30 or 40 points. Do what you got to do. So be it. But he just couldn't keep it in. He was so mad, he had to say something to Greg Gard to let him know how mad he was. So then he did. And then Gard, of course, touches the arm. And then all hell breaks loose. Notebook Mike, you're next here on the Sparky's Midday Madness program. Notebook Mike, do you want to see the handshake line gotten rid of like Dick Vitale? No. No. Uh, I've been listening for four hours now. Thanks. Well, you know me. Notebook Mike, baby. Yeah, and uh, I watch a lot of hockey, okay? That's good. College, College and pros. Okay. They always have a handshake line. Now, these guys are ripping their heads off, cross-checking. Smashing into each other into the glass. Hold yeah, it. and yeah. they still have time to say, okay. Baseball, I don't get it. I was telling your screener, if it's a three-game series, can't you do a handshake line after the three games? Sure, I mean, once the series is done. Yeah, exactly. And I don't understand it. I just... And look at crybaby LeBron. As soon as, if he loses a game, he leaves that court as fast as he can. Sure. But Bucks hang around, and they'll shake hands with the other team. There's a lot of teams that just walk out on the Bucks after a loss. I think it's just jealousy. I don't know. You know, I wonder how much of it is coaching versus what you're telling your players and how you want your players to act more than it is jealousy one way or the other. Thanks for the call notebook, Mike. And what I mean okay, by okay. that, what I mean by that is this. So if the coach is harping on, look, we're going to do things the right way. This is the expectation. If you're within our organization, when you play for us, this is how we handle after game situations. There ain't no run in the locker room, nothing else. We're not doing that. Stay on the court, congratulate the other team, whatever the case may be, then we go. But if that's not being said and the coach doesn't care one way or the other, the coach is like, yeah, we lose. Just go to the locker room. I don't care if you sit out here and talk to these guys or not. Do what you got to do if you're mad. If that's what's being taught, 
then I guess partly it is on the coach. It's funny, you know, when I was, I first started here at the radio station in 2005, single, cold, and lonely, as Leroy Butler would say, right? And Gary would always come at topics with that parenting perspective. Always. And I would always come at it from the angry, young, uh, little ball of hate, as they used to call me, uh, mid to late 20s, early 30s. From that perspective, completely different. And Gary would always say, you know, eventually you're going to have kids. And when you have kids, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. And, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm never going to have kids. Cold and lonely. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. And, obviously, got one, got another one on the way now. And got two other ones. I got four. So from from that perspective, he is right. You do look at life differently once you have kids because you're looking at it from now it's my kid is watching that on TV and seeing how that happened and seeing how one reacted to the other. And anything you know about young kids is they're copycats, right? If they think that you think something is cool, then they're going to do what you do. If they think that you disapprove of something, then more times than not, they're not going to do it because they don't want to get in trouble. So from that aspect, when you see crap like you saw in the Badger-Michigan game yesterday and how that whole thing played out, yeah, I think you get irritated. The other part of this is if you're a parent and you have a, I don't know, sophomore in high school or a junior in high school and he's a really good basketball player, and Jawan Howard or Greg Gard or Joe Krabenhoff or whoever, one of those two schools, are recruiting your son to go play for them, Badgers or Michigan, as a parent, how are you feeling about this situation? Are you going, dude, what, what, what is this? I don't want my kid going to play for these two knuckleheads that can't control their emotions and all hell breaks loose. I don't want my kid being in that situation. You just wonder how that one incident affects how one student, athlete, who may have been leaning towards going to Michigan or going towards Wisconsin, whose parents are like, yeah, I don't think that's the best situation. Whose parents then will try to push maybe that student to go to a different school, if at all possible, to not go there. Jim in New Berlin, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Do you want to get rid of the handshake line like Dickie V does? I do not. Why? Thanks for taking my call, Sparky. Sure. Um, well, I, I, I think there's a lot more to be said about sports than just the competitiveness of the game, no matter what game you're talking about. And I, I think that respect for your fellow players, for you know the, the, the opposing coaching staff, the opposing team, um, needs to be represented and and continued through um, you know the the athletes' lives, especially at a young age. And I, I think that there's there's not going to be one bad apple that should ruin the whole bunch. You know, uh, clicheish. But if, if you want to if you want to talk to somebody after the game, I think that's fine. But if you want to do it during the game or after the game because it didn't go your way or it did go your way, I, I think that that's where the line needs to be drawn. And I think that, you know, if, if you're supposed to be, you know, a leader of young men, 
you know, in, in Howard's case, I, I really think that uh, he should probably be, if not suspended for the whole year, he unfortunately should probably lose his job. And I, I don't want anybody to lose their job, but I, I don't think that you're teaching the kids the way that they should be taught at your level of, of the leadership team on, on either a high school team, junior varsity, you know, peewee league, college basketball, professional level, name the sport, you should set the example. I don't, I don't necessarily is. disagree with you. The, the thing working against Jawan, thanks for the call, is the fact that this happened last March where he got into yelling and screaming at Mark Turgeon, who is the head coach at Maryland Basketball, uh, and according to Turgeon, claimed that uh, he was going to bleep and kill him, was yelled at Turgeon while they were on the floor uh, after a game. So this is the second time. Now, the first time with Maryland, he didn't hit anybody or swing on anybody. So now this adds to what happened to Maryland. Now, after the Maryland incident that was going into March Madness, nothing happened. They didn't get suspended. Nothing happened. So now this is incident number two. As we sit and wait on the Big Ten to, to say what they're going to do, I'm guessing it'll be probably tomorrow would be my guess of what they're going to do. Michigan has five games left. Uh, and Leroy Butler uh, earlier was on uh, the Wendy's Big Show, and, and he was talking about the fact that you know Howard's probably going to end up somewhere like five games, rest of the regular season. Guard will probably get one game or something like that. I don't know what Krabenhoff will get. And then you've got the players that were throwing punches at each other in the melee as well. They're probably going to get suspended too. Uh, and then go from there. But you got to think, if you're Michigan, that you've got to be talking to Juan Howard and going, listen, okay, we're not going to f- fire you. You're going to get suspended. If it happens again, you're done. Like, that's it. The whole three strikes, you're out adage. It happened once with Turgeon. We didn't do anything. Now what happens? Now you threw a punch. If it happens again, you lose your cool after a game on the floor. That's it. We'll go find somebody else to coach his basketball team. I just think that has to be probably addressed here uh, at some point. Got to be able to control yourself a little bit better. And to guard's point of view, he tried just kept walking. He really should have. I mean, he says what he's got to say. He's going to remember. Fine, whatever. Go ahead. Remember it. Who cares? Keep moving. There's no no need to try and make it right at that point. Call him later at night. Call him this morning and talk to him after he's calmed down a little bit about what the thinking was and how the whole thing played out. Not at that point when that person is heated. It's just no chance that that is going to end in a good way, and that clearly did not end in a good way. All right, so Adam Roberts is all set off and all mad about this whole uh, handshake line earlier on the Wendy's Big Show. We never got to. I'm going to let him vent a little bit. Coming up next, do you want to see the handshake line gotten rid of like uh, Dickie Vitale does? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 77 to 63 and Juwan Howard not going over immediately to shake hands now he's gonna get in the line Interesting finish here, 77. Oh, see, and they're going at it. Howard and Guard are not happy right now as the two of them continue to have words. We told you Jawan Howard was not happy about that timeout. Yo, and Jawan Howard just threw a right hand. And now we got a scrum. We have a scrum in Madison. Players are pushing and shoving. This is an ugly scene. This is an ugly scene. Oh, my God. Trying to get separated, and there's no doubt it all stems from the timeout by Greg Gard. Now, that's not an excuse for this, but that is what angered Juwan Howard, and it spilled over into this. And you saw Howard and Greg Gard nose to nose. I knew, I knew he was, I wouldn't be happy either, but there's no excuse for this. Absolutely not. Zero excuse. Zero. This cannot happen. We only have four seconds to get the ball across half court. Okay, the official comes over to me and says, Greg, if you take a timeout, you'll get a full 10 seconds. There was 15 seconds on the, shot, on the game clock left. Okay, I had all the reserves in. I was not going to put them in a position when the ball had already got knocked out of bounds to have to break a press in four seconds when they're coming cold off the bench. So I took a timeout, which I'm allowed to do, obviously, and brought them over and tried to get them organized. They haven't all been on the floor in pressure situations before, and I want to give them the best chance to have success coming up the floor and tell them we're not going to shoot the ball. All we're doing is getting the ball, break the pressure, 
come up and we'll dribble out the clock. So we got the full 10 seconds to break that press instead of four seconds. So we were on the spot, we got organized, and that is the situation that he apparently was upset with. There's Greg Gar, the highlight courtesy from CBS, uh, asking you whether or not you agree with Dick Vitale. So they just get rid of the handshake line in sports. Should just be gotten rid of because you've had so many issues over the last several years of guys getting into it in the handshake line. Is it something that they should just move on from? Let's go to Don in Belgium. You're next here on Sparky's Midday Madness presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. What's going on, Don? Hello. First time caller. I have just one point of view on this. What if the situation was reversed? What if Greg Gard threw the punch? What would be the consequence for Greg Gard? Nobody seems to talk about that. And if anybody watched the 30 seconds before all this happened, that team was not ready to quit. Michigan was not ready. No, they were pressing. Exactly. And it probably went on before 30 seconds. So the fact that he kept playing, guard should have been able to keep playing the way guard wanted to play. That's just plain. Well, here, listen, listen. I don't know if you've heard this or not, Don. Hold on. I'm going to pot you down. Listen, this is Jawan Howard after the game. Were you upset that the game got extended? Oh, yes, I was. I didn't like the timeout being called, and I'll be totally honest with you. Um, I thought it was, uh, you know, not necessary at that moment, uh, especially being in a large lead. Um, and then for have a timeout um, to be called with three seconds or four seconds to go, um, you know, I thought that that was, you know, what I felt wasn't fair to our guys. And so that's, that's what happened. If, just a follow-up, if you wanted the game to get done, why keep the press on against Wisconsin's backups at that point? Oh, we was, it wasn't a press. We was just five pressure defense, man to man. That's what five is for us. Yeah. Again, that wasn't press. That wasn't uh, a press. That was just pressure defense. Uh, apparently, Don. I I looked like it was a press to me. They were doubling the ball and everything else. I played a lot of basketball. That was a full court press. Sure was. And that started. That started with a minute left to go. Right. If he was so willing to end the game. The game could have ended a lot sooner. Had he not done that. And he had two starters in the game, too, still at that point. Michigan did. Exactly. The other point is, what would have happened to Greg Gard if Greg Gard was the aggressor in that situation? So you're saying if if Gard would have ran his mouth at Howard, and then Howard would have went to grab him on the elbow, Gard would have spun around, and then would have went on. You're saying what would have happened? Guards still have a job today. I'm going to tell you, I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I understand what you're saying. You're saying does McIntosh just get rid of him as the athletic director and, and call it a day if he hits somebody? Well, yeah, I mean, Michigan yeah, and Wisconsin I, are different, probably yeah. in different in different areas. Given philosophies for each college right. athletic department, would guards still be employed? I'm not so sure. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good point. Thanks for the call. I don't know how Wisconsin. We don't know how the Big Ten is going to handle this with Howard. So let's just wait and see. I think he gets suspended. I don't think he gets fired. We'll talk more about it tomorrow uh, on the Wendy's Big Show. Also, Peter Fagan, Bucks president, will be on the Wendy's Big Show tomorrow as well. Gary wants to find out why Milwaukee seemingly can't get an all-star game, but yet Cleveland did. And to Gary's point, he doesn't see much of a difference between the two cities. All right, Adam Roberts, executive producer, other side of the glass. Stop it came up on ESPN earlier. Because Dick Vitale said that they should just move on from these handshake lines uh, and call it a day because there's too many 
disputes uh, and arguments happening in them. Uh, so what were you all mad about earlier? Well, I've been hot behind the glass all day. Someone literally just called me and said, why is no one talking about Marquette? And their game they had against Creighton, well, they lost, 83-82. I'll talk about it because I watched it last night. I recorded, watched the whole thing last night. I was up till midnight watching it, so I'll do that as soon as you're done talking. Go ahead. Well, I'm glad you will. The reason we're talking about it is because no one threw a punch in the Marquette-Creighton game. Correct. So, earlier when we were doing the Wendy's Big Show, as you mentioned, ESPN brought this topic up. That's why we're doing this debate right now. And it got me hot because... And for a multitude of reasons. Number one, Molly Curum, the sort of um, moderator for First Take, yep. brought up the COVID situation being her reason why they should no longer do handshakes. And that made me throw my arms up because while I understand that there are measures that can be and should be taken to keep people safe during a pandemic, which we are still in, if it really is about keeping people safe, that's her rationale for not wanting a handshake. Get rid of fans in the arena. Don't have people in there. Make it well, as safe I mean, as possible. But I mean, to that if degree, that's her rationale, yeah. But to that degree, I mean, take it a step farther. You're playing. You're, there's physical bodily contact. Exactly. Play and play. Like baseball, there's not bodily contact necessarily in baseball. And, but there is in football, and there definitely is in basketball. Football, there's pads or helmets. There's other stuff. Basketball, there's nothing separating you. So from that perspective, yeah, okay, that doesn't make much sense. What else you got? Yeah. So yeah, like you said, forty minutes of in your face guarding. Right. Okay. The reason, though, that it re- I said in the break, what a stupid thing to say, as someone who really does like Dick Vitale a lot. I like Vitale, too. Exactly. So that's why it frustrated me that I had to be so angry. But you mentioned earlier about the perspective that you have as someone who does not have kids, like myself, right, on something like this, and the perspective that you have. And when you mentioned that story with you and Gary, I kind of weirdly saw... Maybe, I'm not comparing myself to you, but a little bit of old you in me when I had that moment. No doubt. As someone who, when I was growing up, I was not always the greatest sport. I played football, basketball, ran track, and did a lot of golf. And I've talked with you about my golfing in high school. I, I, well, I was no Shooter McGavin. I would get a little pouty during golfing matches where I was not playing well. And well, we had no lineup for handshakes. It's different in golf. You still made sure at the end of every match that you wished your people who you were playing with, good match, good match, nice job, good luck in the mm-hmm. next one. And I'll tell you right now, if I had never had that, and also a coach in Joe Bird, amazing golf coach, who would be like, Adam, get your you-know-what together. You're not being a good sport right now. I don't know if I, this may be a bit of a reach, but I don't know if I'd be the same person that I am right now. And I like to think that helpful tips like that along the way, as far as being a good sport, are crucial for a lot of people developing their character. I will always say that there is more to sports than just what happens when the buzzer sounds and when the buzzer sounds to end it. No doubt. So that's why the whole concept of removing something that... Again, as people have said, it's not like every time coaches get together, there's fisticuffs flying. These are grown adults, and they and Howard and Guard, to varying degrees, made poor decisions. That is by no means, in my opinion, a reason to get rid of something that far and away otherwise is a very valuable skill and a very important part of the sports experience. I'm with you. He's Adam Roberts. He's Sparky Pfeiffer. It is Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Hey, are you looking for... A new gig? 
How about uh, a career being a dispatcher? Don't worry. No experience necessary. They're going to train you. Uh, who are we talking about? I find folks over at Young Express. They've been in business for over 30 years. Top-notch organization to work with. John Young is my guy. They do a great job over there. Now, this is what you need to have. Not experience, because like I said, they're going to train you. But you have to be able to multitask in a fast-paced environment. Not everybody can do that. Good communication skills, computer literate. We all should be computer literate at this point. An overall friendly disposition for dealing with a variety of customers and drivers. My translation, don't be a jerk. Ah, and Young Express, you can get a competitive hourly wage, paid holidays, vacation time, personal days, 401k with company match, and of course, a health plan. Apply today at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express, success drives them. Coming up next, Jim Polzine of the Wisconsin State Journal. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable family fun. Check them out. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Got their fish fry uniforms coming up next month. Got their uh, tribute to wrestling night coming up as well. Road Dog's going to be there. Baron Von Raschke's going to be there. Rikishi's going to be there. Got a possible meet and greet that you can do as well. Got to pay a little something, something for it, but well worth it. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Hey, no matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, playing your own favorite indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room. Indoor bocce ball, darts, pool tables, shuffleboard, foosball, table tennis, all of it. Then have some great food while you're there too, right? Loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up. Ha! With all the extras, visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show, first hour of the show, so quite some time ago, uh, our guy, Jim Polzine of the Wisconsin State Journal, uh, joined us, Gary, Leroy, and myself, uh, and started off talking to Jim Polzine of, hey man, you were there. You watch the whole thing happen. What do you think? You know, I'm half writing a story that has to be fouled with the buzzer, just kind of a quick hits thing. And mm-hmm. I got my eyes on the court and saw, you know, saw the commotion, saw the timeout. Like this is before this is the game's still going on. I saw the timeout and I saw Howard staring at the UW bench. He didn't even go over and talk to his players. I saw him staring at the, the bench. I almost tweeted something at the time because my, my thinking was, you know, you're salty about the timeout, but yet, here you are still with starters in the game pressing. So I thought, you know, I'm like, well, I don't want to put that out there. That'd be pure speculation at this point. Cause maybe he's just, you know, maybe he's just not had doesn't have anything to say to his team. Um, but then, yeah, I kept watching. And again, I'm still kind of writing and all of a sudden, like you see the commotion and then the video starts rolling in. It's like, wow, I did not expect to go from zero to a hundred in, in a couple seconds. But, but it did Jim. And, and it I did. guess, <clears throat> I guess the real thing is that Juwan has had a, Pinchard for doing this already. You know, he did it against Maryland here. Uh, and now with Greg Gard. And I and I understand uh, the game gamesmanship and you you're pressing and I got my 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 my, my second line group in. I'm trying to get them all. Did you have a sense that that Juwan Howe was already upset before the game ended? Yeah, I mean I, I just you could see it during the timeout that he was he was clearly frustrated and then you know we later found out why that he was upset because you know they didn't want the game extended essentially they wanted the right. game 
as they put it, over as quickly as possible. But the, the one way to do that is don't full court press. You know, like the game could have been over. Just call off the defense. The Wisconsin walk-ons would dribble up to half court. The last 15 seconds would have got played out. None of this happens. I'm all for If Juwan Howard wants to press, I'm all for that. Like, press till the final buzzer. I mean, you coach the game all 40 minutes. I get it. But then don't be mad at the other coach when he calls a timeout to give his third stringers a chance to not be embarrassed. I mean, why why can Juwan Howard coach all 40 minutes, but his expectation is that Greg Gard doesn't coach all okay, 40 minutes? I, I, That's I, the part that I can't get past. I would agree with that. Totally agree with that. D- different angle here. Yeah. If I'm a coach and I already sense that you're upset with me, why doesn't then guard just kind of walks by and just keep it moving? I think that's a great question, Gary. I'm not sure completely that Greg Guard could sense something was up until Juwan, they meet in the in the handshake line. Juwan doesn't even look at him. He, there's no eye contact. And I think that's when Greg Guard was like, you know, well, what's up? And he, he grabbed onto his arm. And some people, you know, I don't know. I don't want to get into like I what thought, that exactly was. Some people thought first. it was aggressive, mm-hmm. aggressive on his nature to do so. If you look at every past handshake, Greg Gard puts his hands on someone's arm. So I just think Greg Gard wanted to explain himself in that situation. And Juwan Howard was having none of it. So is it not true then that, because I thought I saw somebody said that Juwan Howard said, I'll remember that when yeah. they shook hands and that's what triggered that's- Gard to want to stop and have it out there. That's what I believe happened is, you know, as he's walking by, not looking at him, he says, I'll remember that S word. And that's when Greg, you know, latched onto the arm and, um, you know, tried to figure out what, if, if anybody knows Greg Gard, you know, he's like one of the least confrontational people in this business. He's had one technical foul in this is the seventh season. So he's coached well over probably 200 games by this point. And he's had one technical foul. He has no history of going after other coaches or players. So I do think that context is important when, when analyzing the situation. Now, if he just keeps moving and lets Juwan pout, none of this happens. I agree with that totally. But Correct, because this is what my – go ahead, Jim. No, I was going to say, if you're assigning blame here, Greg Gard maybe deserves a tiny shred of it, but it, let's not overshadow who's really to blame. No, no, and we're not. But it, it's like what my mom would tell me, though, and it's and I hate made it rudimentary this way, but – you you know that that Juwan already already has a history with this, right? And yeah, I, and to me, and and you you're right about the pressing, not pressing. You should be allowed to coach if he if if, if Juwan can continue to coach. Why can't Greg Gard continue to coach? I do agree with all that, but I just saying two wrongs don't make a right. I mean, if it were my kid, I would have told my kid, you know what, you know that guy's. Uh, well, I don't want to call him a name, but you know that guy has a history of this. You need to keep it moving. Two wrongs don't make a right there. Right. I am a let's, Badger let's fan. Forget, I get you're saying. I, let's not forget, though, this is happening in a matter of seconds, right? I mean, is Greg Gard, after the timeout, supposed to be spending that next 15 seconds on the clock thinking of how he's going to handle the postgame handshake line when he doesn't even know if there's a problem? I mean, like, you're asking a guy to anticipate something from a guy he's never had a problem with. They've had, they've had nothing but a cordial relationship. This wasn't, this wasn't Maryland going against Michigan again, like the incident happened last year. This was Michigan and Wisconsin with no previous incident, no, no history of any bad blood. In fact, there's a ton of mutual respect because Juwan Howard's a Chicago guy and grew up and was very close with Howard Moore, who's a Chicago guy. So when that accident happened, there was a lot of um, back and forth between the staff of, of helping each other and, and could, 
condole, you know, offering condolences and stuff. So in Greg Gard's mind, there's no history whatsoever of anything to come. So I think this all happened in a matter of seconds where Juwan's saying, I'll remember that. Greg Gard is trying to, you know, basically find out what's going on and it ends up looking bad. But again, like, here's my other problem with this. Juwan's explanation is that when Greg Gard put his hands on him, that escalated it and that made him feel threatened. Well, Greg Gard isn't the one he slapped. He slapped Joe Krabenhoff moments later. So that argument kind of loses credibility with me too. Like if he truly felt threatened by Greg Gard, who is nine inches or seven inches smaller than him, um, why wasn't Greg Gard the one he slapped? If that's, if that's, if that contact in the moment is what triggered Juwan Howard, why wasn't the slap delivered then at that point? Talking with Jim Polzine, Wisconsin State Journal. Follow him on Twitter at Jim Polzine, WSJ. Uh, Jim, I don't have a problem with the coaches because coaches to me, some of them are just weird. They, they think both sides. It's just, I mean, it's well, just, they're, they're competitive, right? And you know yeah, that. You're, yeah. you're a competitor. I, I, I get that too. Yeah, yeah. They're just they're control freaks, and as they should be. I want Matt LaFleur to be a little bit more fire, but I, that's, a new, that's a different topic. I'm worried about these kids because. Mm-hmm. I see kids throwing punches. I see kids uh, pushing each other, but we're concentrating on the coaches. Because I, I, I think both coaches are going to probably get suspended. Juwan probably get suspended longer, maybe two or three games, and guard maybe one. But the kids, I just don't want these kids, because we're coming up to March, okay, in these tournaments. I really don't want these kids to miss – these games, but what do you think the discipline would be for these kids, the ones who threw punches or was in the fight? What do you, or they'll just, just say, man, he in the moment, just let that go. Let's concentrate on the coaches. I agree with you completely that the kids are kind of caught up in this and emotions are flowing and, and reactions are happening. I guess there has to be some sort of precedent though. You cannot throw punches, right? What do you do the next time? It's tough. I, I, I think Kevin Warren, the commissioner is in a tough spot here. Um, I was trying to think through this. Like, if you give the players one-game suspensions, mm-hmm. um, I mean, here's there's two angles here. If you think Greg Gard deserves a one-game suspension, and you think Joe Krabenhoff, who was the one that got slapped, and and at some point, if you watch this closely, he's he's got his hands on Michigan players. Like, you can you can argue whether it's a push, shove, hands on, whatever you can, but he does touch Michigan players. Um, as does a Michigan assistant. If you keep watching this, like I've broken this down like 20 mm-hmm, times, mm-hmm. a Michigan assistant comes in later and full out shoves Jordan Davis. Mm. So again, you're like, if you're going to suspend one coach for putting his hands on another player, you really got to suspend multiple coaches. And, and here's the problem. If you suspend guard and Krabenhoff, both a game, you're crippling this team for Wednesday night at, at Minnesota, a team in the middle of a big 10 title race. You are absolutely taking what you're taking away their head coach and their top assistant. And they're left with two assistants. Um, and I just think that's a tough thing to do. Now you could stagger those suspensions. You could suspend Greg guard on Wednesday, suspend Joe Krabenhoff on Saturday. If that's what you do, I guess my bottom thing is if you're going to spend players and assistant coaches and Greg guard for one game, that suspension for Juwan Howard better be better, bigger than two or three, because he's the one that reached out and slapped so, the opposing coach. Do we know what Krabenhoff said to trigger no. him to hit him? Nope. I, I, I've had some Michigan fans come in today and say it was the contact, like him touching other Michigan players is what set Juwan off. Um, but he went over basically three people to get that slap in. It wasn't like Joe Krabenhoff was touching Juwan Howard and in his face, and that's where the contact happened. It was 
Juwan Howard had to make some effort to right. to get this done. So you got long reach. Um, <laughs> he does. He's six nine. I mean, it's a, the killer is, is like I loved Juwan Howard and the Fab Five growing up. I loved that team when I was in high school. I absolutely just fell in love with that team, and that's why this is a shame. Like, there's some people it calling for Juwan to get fired. I, I, I will not go there. I don't think, I don't think the guy should be fired. But I said five, five game suspension in my column would be not over the top, and I, I, I stand by that today. There he is, Jim Polzine, Wisconsin State Journal. Follow him on Twitter at Jim Polzine WSJ. Right there in the middle of it, watching the whole thing play out uh, as that melee happened. Uh, in Madison yesterday. We'll see what Rami Makhlouf thinks about it coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable, family fun. Let's go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. And uh, you will be able to see what that is all about. So... Rami Makhlouf is here. I don't believe I've told you yet, but I will tell you now we are having a baby girl. Oh, nice. I don't think I told you. You did not tell me that. You asked me how the weekend was. I was like, I don't think I told Rami yet. How scary is that? That's what I wanted. I wanted a girl. Oh, really? Yeah. K, not as much. I I wanted a girl. Gary Ellerson once said, when you have a boy, you have to worry about one boy. That's what he said on the air today, too. When you have a girl, you have to worry about all the boys. Yeah. Yeah. He said it on the air today, too, and I told him, yeah. That's one of those Garyisms that stuck with me. You know what I mean? You got to have a kid first, though, to have that be a factor for you. Right. Yeah. Right. When's that? It's not. It's not happening. It's not happening. No. No. I told Uh, you that wasn't happening on Friday. Nothing changed over the weekend. You know, you you never know. (laughs) All it takes is one time. Nope. All of a sudden, life Uh -uh. changes quick. Nope. Uh, No, but yeah, Uh -uh. so I'm very excited. Baby girl. Good, dude. Congrats. Looking forward to that. that's what you wanted, well, congrats. That is what I wanted. Good. Uh, All right, so what do you got coming up on your show? On the show today, Steve Spart, you know when things go down in the world of college basketball, people come to the Rami show to hear about it, so we'll be talking about... I really didn't think you'd talk about it at all. I thought it was going to be all-star game talk. I can't not talk about it, and this has less to do with college basketball than it has to do with issues of unwritten rules and sportsmanship and all the other stupid stuff that we entangle in sports right. that we should really just not be entangling in sports. So we'll talk about that out of the gates. We'll talk about NBA All-Star Weekend, 345, the latest in Rogers Watch, 4 o'clock. All-Star break, I think, is a good time to take a temperature check on Bucks fans. I want to know on a scale of one. Coring Dragic to the Nets. On a scale of one to mm. put it on your mama. Oh, this again. How confident are you this that the Bucks are going to win it? Are going to are going to repeat on a on a scale of one to put it? I'm not asking you to put it on your mama. I'm saying on a scale of one to put it on your mama. How confident are you that the Bucks are going to repeat as we sit here today in the All Star break? That's a good one. Where are what you time at? is that at four o'clock? That's at four o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you at? They would have got Goran Dragic. I would have said like ten. Mm-hmm. That's a put it on your mama. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, they didn't get Goran Dragic. Not that I think they'll necessarily lose to the Nets, but it there's nobody out there that I that I think can have as big of an impact on this team as Dragic could have on the buyout market. So I would say like seven. Seven? Okay. All right. That's fair. So we'll talk if about that. If they would that. have got Dragic today, I would have said ten. The return of Tim Allen to the Rami show and to draft mockery. He'll join me at four thirty. Return we'll talk. to just WSSP. Man hasn't been on the station in like know. two months. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah. He said he's willing to talk about that. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the Brewers. We'll do some draft mockery with Tim and uh Peter Bukowski of the Lockdown Packers podcast is here at five thirty. Nice. Yeah. Sounds good. It's gonna be you were at show. the uh, laughing tap over the weekend? Yeah, sold out shows Friday and Saturday. It was awesome. So much fun, dude. 
thanks to everybody at the Laughing Tap, everyone who came So out. that room is much smaller than, obviously, the Milwaukee Improv. If it's, I think, 100? That big say, of a room? I'm say about 100. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize it was that big. Yeah, I think there were about 100 people there. Really? If I'm not mis- now that they're back to full capacity, yeah. They're doing limited capacity. That's a capacity pretty big room then ago. for 100 yeah. people. It was good, dude. It was a good weekend. Nate Abshire, the, the headliner, crushed it. So funny, dude. It was a really, really fun weekend. Thanks to everybody. Yeah, that. that's great. awesome. Yeah, I saw listeners stop by. I saw so, Saturday was sold out because they tweeted out that it was sold out Saturday. I didn't know about Friday. Yeah, Friday was like a layup. I think they sold out at the door. Nice. I think the last few tickets got sold at the door. Yeah, we uh, took down some more Christmas trees this weekend. So how many are you down to now? How many are left standing? Yes. Four. You still? How many have you taken down? Eight, dude. Why? Why would you do this to yourself? It's so much work taking so down got Christmas decorations. Two in the living room still. Now you got a baby on the way. Are you still going to do this with another baby? Yeah, that's interesting. It's been brought up. We're going to have to buy another one for the baby because the baby's going to. Well, the baby's going to need a tree. The, the baby has, has a tree, the dude. Baby, everybody else has a tree. You're outnumbered like three to one people to trees in that house. <laughs> what do you mean the baby needs a tree? Hey, man, baby's going to need her own tree too. So I don't know if it'll be a pink tree or what kind of tree That's we're talking about here. But crazy. Yeah. When but is this kid due? It probably won't get a tree, but we're not going to get the baby a tree in year one. When is this kid due? Obviously. Uh, August 12th. Oh, wow. Okay. So you'll have like four months between the baby and Christmas? Yeah. I'm guessing the baby will probably end up in like end of July, more than likely, more than August. Oh, my so, God. So, yeah, the baby will probably be like five you're months gonna old. You're going to have a four-month-old, dude. And you're going to be putting like up a months, dozen probably. Christmas trees with a four-month-old? What do you think's going to happen? They're not walking at four I don't months, know. dude. It just seems They're like you have a lot on anything. your plate, dude. It just seems like you have a lot on your plate. Man, I always have a lot on my plate. Yeah, slow down. Well, there's nothing. Stop and smell the change. roses, bro. Like, Take it easy for a minute. Listen here. I got the six-year-old did this like breakaway basketball thing at the Milwaukee Yard. So now he's going to start doing that on once a week at the Milwaukee Yard, which is a great facility, by the way. Had never been in there before. They've got like several soccer fields. They got basket indoor basketball courts. They got what looks like to be a weight room, like a weight room training facility that they're still in the process of building concession stands. It's a gigantic building. It's right on Drexel and 94. So across the interstate from Ikea. Okay. Right there. Huge building. So they're going to make a ton of money, whoever owns that place. Um, So he's going to start doing basketball. So that'll be March. Then in April, he starts once a week at Park and Rec playing basketball. Now, once we get to June, he starts I'm tired. machine pitch baseball. And that's not even to mention flag football that he still wants to play it, uh, as well in this spring. I'm tired right now just hearing all this. Yeah, and then the other kid is trying out for the high school baseball team. Uh, we'll see if he makes it. So um, so that's going to – we looked at that schedule. Oh, my goodness. They play a lot of baseball games. Like football is like once a week. Basketball is a couple times. Baseball, they're playing like three, four games I, a week, Ron. I don't know why you people do this to yeah. yourselves. And then on top of that, have the kid. Yeah. Yeah. And and on top of that, a dozen Christmas trees. Oh, that's I don't worry about that. Can you ask you what can I ask you about something else that's weird about you before uh, we wrap this up? There's a lot since we're on the subject of all the Christmas Rami. trees. Do you see the thing about those Disney communities that they're building that came out last week? No. They're building like communities. You didn't see this? No. I fear, I I tagged you in a tweet about it. I clearly I said, missed it. I said you had the moving trucks out for this. Oh, I I missed it. It's they're literally building communities. What does that mean? Like in Hold Orlando, on. like by Disney World, they're building houses. Well, the first one is going to be in Florida, but they're exploring all over the country, building these Disney communities. What do I get with my Disney community? Hang on, I'm lo- I have a link. I'm looking for it right now. See, that's oh, there what it I is mean. Right there. What do I get? Do I get like 
Mickey and Donald. I'm just going to read you. This is the press release from Disney. Oh. All right. Are you ready for this? I'm in. As more and more fans look for new ways to make Disney a bigger part of their lives, the Walt Disney Company today announced plans to introduce story living by Disney. Vibrant story living. Vibrant new neighborhoods that are infused with the company's special brand of magic. These master planned communities are intended to inspire residents to foster new friendships, pursue their interests, and write the next exciting chapter in their lives all while enjoying the tension to detail, unique amenities, and special touches that are all Disney hallmarks. The first storytelling by Disney uh, community will be built in Rancho Mirage. Oh, I said Florida. It's in California's Coachella Valley, a location where Walt Disney himself owned a home and would spend their leisure time with his family. Additional locations in the U.S. are under exploration for future development. Yeah, I'm in. But, <laughs> but I mean, again, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all going to still come back to the same thing. I'm in, but I can't afford it. Um, but I would be like, if, if so we weird, if we had money, that's so weird to, to go do this. It's weird enough to be a in. Disney adult. It's so much weirder to go and live in a Disney like community. Yeah, because like, then you all share the same common so love of something. Yeah, it's weird. Like thing. imagine Christmas time in that community with all the oh Disney Christmas lights outside of all the houses and stuff. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh, That'd be geez. sweet. All right. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask you about like that. If hey, uh, Sam Schmitz, whatever happened to that poll last week? I never heard the results. Which one? The, the poll. We'll that... give the results. No. We'll give the I... results when it's time for draft mockery. There's I a time already... for these things. No, the show already ended. The, the one I Which did one? with him, man. Oh, 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 oh the one with I him. I beat you by 0.4%. Yeah, he really? beat you, Really? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I knew it was close. Yeah. All right, congratulations. I thought, put it, like, like I said last week, putting up the poll, I thought you were going to win because white chocolate should have won it by itself and then also have the fridge and Steve Cold you know sweetness, Stone Cold sweetness and the fridge killed me though. I think you're having right. Two I, bears hurt yeah, me. I yeah. think having two bears definitely Cuz originally I didn't know the rules. So on the air, Toby's like, "Okay, so you can't use any any players from Wisconsin." Well, Grave Digger was my first pick. Yeah. So that eliminated that. And then he said, then I asked, "Well, how about with first names cuz Shoeless Joe was going to be another one." Nope, you can't use that either. And then he tried to use um Air Jordan. Nope, that doesn't work. You got Jordan. Uh, so it made it a little bit more difficult. But that's all right. At least I kept it close. So is he still undefeated then? We'll find out at 445, won't we? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.